This is the very last passages of the Feast of Booths. We have been in the Feast of Booths from like almost the like the middle of back from chapter seven. So the Feast of Booths have been over chapter seven and eight. It's taken us a while to get through it, but it has been very fun. Or I enjoy it. Hopefully y'all enjoy it too. That's kind of a, a good goal to have is to enjoy the Bible and going through it with friends. Um, but Feast of Booths, towards the end, if you don't know what the Feast of Booths is, it's one of the, um, I think it's seven holy feasts or like holidays uh, found in Leviticus 23. Um, it's where they are in a time of remembrance for around eight days uh but and they're remembering the time of like they're being nomads pilgrimage all that stuff uh so they set up in tents for like eight days eight days there's various feasts and stuff throughout um and jesus uh kind of crashes the feast of booths in a way um not in a bad way but he starts preaching at the feast of booths and uh, we know that the pharisees are here all that stuff so this last little section um, uh, is uh, Jesus in response to the Pharisees because the Pharisees are, are all mad at him because he's preaching these things. And uh, he's saying that their their father is the devil because they're bound to sin um, and that his, he is from God and um, he's here to fulfill the work that God has sent him to fulfill. And now we come to this where um, just the final encounter, where uh, stuff escalates kind of fast here, that just Jesus gets out, and he just goes to a different place. Um, but let me start reading from verse 48. <clears throat> the Jews answered him, Are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, as did the prophets. Yet you say, if anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham who died? And the prophets and the prophets died? Who do you make yourself out to be? Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my father who glorifies me, of whom you say he is our God. But you have not known him, I know him. If I were to say that I do not know him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him, and I keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day, and he, he saw it and was glad. So the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and you have seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. Fun stuff. Escalation. Fun stuff. Uh, there's uh, last two verses. Just everything goes wrong. Just, or everything gets violent very quickly. Um, 
the claim is made, and they're like, all right, we're ready to kill this dude. <laughs> Trying to stone him. Um, so, let's go back to verse 48. Um, the Jews answered him, are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? So, um, Samaritan, uh, it, this is a very underhanded thing to say. It's like kind of an insult for the Jewish people to say to someone else because of the way that they view Samaritans. I mean, we've seen the Pharisees um, insulting Jesus, um, saying stuff essentially like he was born out of wedlock, um, or like they're mocking him that saying that Jesus doesn't know who his father is because his mother claimed virgin and all that stuff, and they just don't believe it. So they're saying that he was born out of adultery. Um, there's a lot of things being said like that from the Pharisees to Jesus, and Samaritan is another way how they're saying that because of their general view and disposition towards the Samaritans, which is not a good disposition. Um, they're saying that as a demon um, that is very interesting that they claim that he has a demon um, but we can obviously see that Christ does not have a demon a demon would not um, really be talking too much about the justice of God or like God being the judge and him doing coming to do God's will that is not things that a demon say well hey maggles here how are you doing maggles four o'clock it's 320 oh <laughs> you are such a dingus man <laughs> like just honestly and what's happening with three and six x um yeah what is happening with three and six x jack jack plus 18 x okay that hairline though no, I mean, I, st I still got a lot, of, a lot of hair, Pat. Probably more than you, not gonna lie. Oh, oh. let me see. Let Sorry, me look at this hair. Let me look. One of my, my so-called friends is trying to make fun of my hairline. I don't think he should be making fun of your hairline. More or less just like He's just, how your hair is just everywhere. Negative one. See, but negative I had a hat on. So... <laughs> Wait, Lucasfilm is making another Star Wars? What? That's okay. Mag Bible study time. That's the most important thing. Okay. Hold on. Yeah, I got you muted. You have me muted? <laughs> what? Okay, good. There's a little bit of a delay. It's like two or three seconds. Oh, you're watching on the stream. Okay, I see. Yeah. You muted me in Discord. That's what you're like. <laughs> No, what are no. you doing? I was, was going to mute you at Discord, but I uh, decided against it. Yeah, that probably wouldn't be the best decision. Um, so what did I all miss? How much? I have so far missed first verse. And oh, the wow. context. It took you like, almost 30 minutes to get through the first verse? No. We started at wow. 4.15. Then uh -huh. I prayed. Rambled on for 15 minutes. <laughs> Baby, no, uh, I talked about the context of it, and then I just addressed verse forty-eight, which I guess I'll go over again. Not that much. It. The Jews answered him, and we are not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon. 
So that was like the Pharisees being like, oh, Jesus is a date. Like he's possessed. And that's how he's healing people because he's using evil to heal things, even though evil is evil and you can't do good with evil. It's like, as Abraham Lincoln was said, you know, so are you quoting Abraham divide. Lincoln? What's happening here? Would be better than this from the Lego movie. And essentially, it's like you can't fight yourself. That's it. Yeah, well, I understand. A house against the divided itself would be better than this. You just yeah. made Winston quit. I did. I don't know. He just <laughs> dipped. Hold on. Let me. I'm gonna say at Winston. Come back. Okay. So. Verse forty-eight. Um. The, their usage of the word Samaritan is kind of like a underhanded insult because of their dispositions towards uh, Samaria. Um, it's kind of implying, like they've implied earlier, oh, Winston's back. It's kind of implying, like they've implied earlier, that Jesus is born out of wedlock or adultery or however they want to say it, um, and that they that he has a demon. However... What? Jack-Jack just DM'd me saying you were dumb. Was my thing that off? Like I understand it. It you I I believe that you understand it. Your phrasing of it and where you quoted random stuff was kind of interesting. Um but it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do you wanna lead the rest of the Bible study? Do you wanna read Yeah, you know what? Mm -hmm. Move over, Justin. Okay. Oh my brother's in school, I can't talk anymore. (laughs) Okay. Next one. Next okay. You just come in here and try to hijack all the time. All right. Verse 49. Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Truly, truly, I say to you that if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. I love this. Great. I'm glad that you love this, Maggle. Um, so, Jesus is saying that he doesn't have a demon. That's pretty much all that you could really take out of that. He, he doesn't have a demon. He's He is obeying the command of his father, who's God the Father. And, um, hey, why question... Question, why isn't he capitalized... Uh, Jesus answered them, I don't have a demon to the Father. You don't seek my glory. There's one who seeks it, and he is the judge. I don't know. Probably, uh... I don't know. Be just a mistake. Because that is referring to God the Father. Yeah. It's fine. Don't, don't get it. My Bible printed has this too. Uh, mine has. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't say. I'd say don't get too caught up on it. It's a. It's a later discussion that we could have for. Transmission versus translation in the original manuscripts, which we cannot fit into this time period, this amount of time that we have. It's like a big discussion. 
Excuse me, kind sir. Do you have a moment? Um, that's what I'm doing right now, Pat. Um, alright. Where was I? 49, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. Um, yet, I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. So Jesus is not seeking his own glory. He does not come to glorify himself. He gets all the glory that he needs. Pat, join us. That's gonna be fine in just the stream, Maggle, I think. Um, I gotta go get my brothers from school. Alright, have fun, Gubberb. Um, nice. So, he's not seeking his own glory. Um, God is the one who is glorifying Jesus. Jesus has come to, um, fill the mission that he was sent to do. Um, yeah. This is stuff that we've already covered pretty far in depth throughout John so far. Um, verse 51. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died. Uh, as did the prophets, yet you say, if anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. So there is a, um, there's a category here that we have to have in our mind when we're talking about death. Um, what Jesus is talking about is they will never taste spiritual death. Um, they will never taste what it feels like to be cast aside by God and have judge the judgment of God cast upon you. Um, we will not taste that. We will taste, uh, the glory of heaven, um, and we will have life in heaven, everlasting life. Um, Magoo is typing. What are you typing, Magoo? I'm in so much suspense right now. Uh, Alright, I'm just going to continue. Either type faster or... Alright. Um, the way that the Jews see death and the way that the Jews are referencing death in this is uh, in terms of physical death. Uh, we are not promised that we will not die a physical death. We are promised eternal life, eternal spiritual life, um, but we will all die one day unless, hey, this is kind of stupid for me to ask. I've, here's some stuff uh, about the resurrection and how it's a physical thing as in our bodies come back. Is it? Um, so are you talking about the, uh, like on the day of judgment or, uh, end times? I don't know. When we die, I don't know, it depends on, the, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really know. So I say die. So say I die. It's, that's a whole question about eschatology and unpacking that as well. 
I know that we are given glorified new bodies in heaven. Do I have to wait for the resurrection? Or the... Is that what you tried to say? The resurrection... Okay. The resurrection's already ha You mean the second coming of Christ? Sure. I don't know, man. Eschatology is something that I don't... That I haven't necessarily studied into too far, and I know it might differ depending on uh, certain types of eschatology. And for those of you who don't know, eschatology is simply just a study of the end times. Another time. Yeah, we can talk about it later. <laughs> Not right now. There is a more important message being conveyed here than the, the resurrection. Um, so, they're saying... Oh gosh, what verse did I end on? If anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Uh, are you greater than our father Abraham who died and the prophets? Yep. So Jews have a very, um, uh, this is something that we've seen consistently throughout John of the Jews having a very, um, like they don't have a distinction between physical and spiritual things. Um, they, uh, for physical blessings are the same as spiritual blessings for them. When uh, they were talking about spiritual blessings in the Old Testament, and the, one of the, their biggest spiritual blessings or one of the promises that they're given was the promised land. The land is their physical blessing and their spiritual blessing. And uh, we see this in uh, also the modern, or not modern, we see that in this time as well, that when Jesus is talking about spiritual things, uh, and say John, like, so with the conversation with Nicodemus about being born again, John being Elijah, um, and then just there's many examples of it. They have a, they don't have the categorical distinction in their heads between spiritual and physical, which is a categorical, categorical distinction that we have to make in our heads because clearly Jesus is making that distinction. Because if he wasn't, then he'd be a liar because there's been many Christians who have died physical deaths since his uh, coming. Um, all right. And then they said, now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, as did the prophets. Yet you say, if anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our, our, our father Abraham who died? The prophets died. What do you make yourself out to be? They're saying, essentially, this is blasphemy. Uh, you are essentially attacking all of the prophets and Abraham by saying that you're better than them. That's saying that you can do something that they cannot do. You have a demon. You are not speaking the truth. You are uh, trying to mislead us. You are lying. Like, just all, all this stuff. All the deceitfulness that entails within demons, and um, yeah, they 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 took a very personal affront to that. Um, however, bonds with on here real quick. 
Jesus responds with, um, Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say he is our God. But you have not known him. I know him. If I were to say that I do not know him, I would be a liar like you. But I know him, and I keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. Um, so, so far, what is glorification? Um, in what terms? There is um, the terms of praising and giving glorification to someone and giving them praise. But then there is also glorification of being made, of, of being perfect in a sense. So in this verse that we are reading, glorification. Uh, so if I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. If my father who glorifies me, of whom you say he is, wait, I read the right verse. Yeah. Um, just that second one. He's just giving glory to Jesus. Jesus is receiving the glory and the praise from God the Father for fulfilling his mission and living a perfect life. And like, you want a definition of glory? Uh, I don't know, let me look up a definition of glory. High renown or honor won by notable achievements, magnificence or great beauty. It's just, no, not that, no. I'm confused about what you're asking. Fake news? You're confusing me here. In the godly context? I, I'm trying to tell you, it's... When we give glory to God, we are saying that God is perfect and we are praising him. I'm going to a youth conference, so I've got a dip. Alright, thanks for stopping by, weeb man. Have fun. Goodbye. Is that God just being God? Are you asking if it's in the nature of God to gl be glorified? That God's character demands glorification? Is that what you're asking? No? Okay, you'll, you'll have to explain it to me, like, in voice, because I'm, I'm not understanding. Okay. So, um, if I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say he is our God. Is that the verse I left off at? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but you have not known him, I know him. If I were to say that I do not know him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him, and I keep his word. Your father, your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. Yep, alright. So... Um, is that saying Abraham saw the future? I don't think so. I don't think it is. Um, this is more of Abraham believing in the promises of God. I don't think it's saying that Abraham was actually seeing the future. Um, 
Let me just read it out of here. Abraham saw Christ's day as he embraced in faith many promises given to him by God, promises that demanded the coming of Christ to be fulfilled. Since the context of the discussion has been Satan as a murderer and Jesus as one who death delivers from death, it may have special reference to God's providing the ram as a substitute when Abraham uh, was prepared to sacrifice Isaac. This statement uh, shows clearly that even in Old Testament times, believers were saved through faith in Christ, who was presented to them in the shadows and types given by God to reveal his redemptive plan. I don't think it's saying Abraham saw into the future for this day. Um, I do think, and this is just from other studies, like in Hebrews, of Abraham rejoicing in the promises of the Lord, which the coming of Christ was a promise given to Abraham, because the promises that were given, and I believe it's Genesis, Genesis 12, I want to say, um, were promises that uh, that peace or blessings would be given to all the nations, and that you will bless those. Um, and how can that be done if not through Christ of his death and death on the cross, giving of life is the only thing that can truly bless all the nations? So, there's that part of it. Um, but yeah, I do think it's more focusing on Abraham rejoicing in the promises of God. Because these are promises that also Jesus gave. Because Jesus is God. Um, Alright. Is anyone confused so far? Are there any questions or anything? I have a statement. You have a statement? Go ahead. I welcome yeah. statements. I just leveled up. You now just I'm level 10. You just leveled up? Oh, in the totally Discord server. The, uh, yeah, oh, okay. Totally the study, but... I, I see. That's fair, I suppose. <laughs> no, you, you're explaining it pretty well. Okay, good. Are you still confused, Maggle? Or are you doing good? Doing. It's gonna assume that's doing good. I'm also assuming that we're going to have to have some talks about stuff later. You're bringing up a whole myriad of questions currently. Always, that's true. All right. Um. Abraham rejoiced and is glad to see my day. Um, so yeah, the promises of God being fulfilled in Jesus, promises that were given in Genesis, is kind of wild. Um, so the Jews said to him, you are not yet 50 years old, and you have seen Abraham? Uh, Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. So here's the real juicy part of this, in my opinion, um, is them saying, and also taking this still in a physical way, um, 
because they, like Jesus said, they do not understand the words of Christ or, or his words. Um, but they're like, dude, you're, you're not even 50 yet, which is around 30 years old at this time, according to Luke. Um, like, how would you even know him? Like, that was, that was a while ago. What are you even talking about? And uh, the statement that Jesus makes um, very clearly is he said, Truly, truly, I said to you before Abraham was. It's a past tense of verb, I am, present tense. Um, in the past tense context of him being God for essentially forever. <laughs> That he was before Abraham, he is still God today, he is still going to be God tomorrow. Uh, he is uh, he is God. This I am language that's also used in Exodus by God in the burning bush. Saying that he is the I am. Maggle's typing. I'm excited. Oh, he stopped typing. Not as fun. Alright, um... So, and what Jesus is saying with this, that he is God. And that the John, the Gospel of John, is, um, meant, or is out of the four Gospels. One, it's not one of the synoptic Gospels, so John kind of peppers in little things here and there, because it's different from the synoptic Gospels. But John is mainly focused on the deity of Christ. Showing the godhood of Christ. Of showing that he is not made. That he is not just an angel. That he is greater than the angels. Greater than man. That Jesus is God. His deity. That he is of God. And he is God. That he is not different. Well, he is distinct but the same. And this trinity, the trinitarian nature of God, he shows that, and he shows that that's literally what the prologue of John is. And passages like these, where I've had many people come and say to me, tell me one place where in the in the Bible Jesus says, "I am God, worship me," um, which he doesn't say, "Worship me," because he is a uh, getting his glory from God and completing his mission, and he will receive the worship once it is complete. But he, he also is, um, oh man, where was I going with that? Oh yeah, but there also people try to say that he doesn't claim to be God. This, in John, you have these very distinct I am languages that everyone, every Jew that he's saying this to at the time, understands that he is clearly and unequivocally saying, I am God. That is why, in the very next verse, it says, So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. They wanted to kill him. Yeah, it's just directly to the point. It's like he's been referencing to it, say, with his I am sort of language, uh, so far in John 8 and the Feast of Booths, but this is the very clear and direct statement that puts the Jews over the edge to say, we now must kill you for what you are saying. You are saying something that is too blasphemous and too awful. You have a demon and you are speaking blasphemy, heresy, all these things, and you deserve to die for it because you are claiming that you are God. 
So, the book of John is a very good book when talking to, uh, say, uh, Muslims or Jehovah's Witnesses or uh, Mormons and stuff like that. Because I'll, it, it's good for more Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons um, because they don't believe in the full godhood of Christ. Jehovah's Witnesses believe that uh, Jesus is Michael the Archangel, Archangel, I don't know how you say it, and then uh, Mormons believe that Jesus is just a separate god who used to be a man who was created and just achieved godhood, but he, he is more than just that. I've had conversations with Muslims where they will ask me to point out in the Bible where it says that Jesus is God and stuff like that because uh, Islam doesn't deny the Old Testament they just think that the New Testament has been corrupted in a sense, and but they still want me to argue from the what they believe is a corrupted New Testament to prove my point, even though that they'll just say that, oh, it's corrupted, it's whatever. It's weird stuff. But the book of John is a wonderful book for showing the deity of Christ. Um, yeah. Jesus is God. Um, hypostatic union. Repeat that. The hypostatic union. The hypostatic union, fully God, fully man. Uh, something that we can't truly comprehend. A dual nature. Um, what do you type in Maggle? Amen. I like it. Um, so, I think I'm just gonna spend the rest of this time reading, uh, a little pat, a little thing in my study Bible, uh, titled The Deity of Christ, um, that the, uh, towards the beginning, kind of right after John 1, 9, I'm just gonna read it, because I was reading through it earlier, because it said go back and look at it in, like, the study Bible notes or whatever, reading through, I'm like, yeah, that's, uh, it's really good. It gives a lot of history and understanding of the uh, deity of Christ. Faith in the deity of Christ is necessary to being a Christian. It is an essential part of the New Testament gospel of Christ. Yet in every century, the church has been forced to deal with people who claim to be Christians while denying or destroying the deity of Christ. What is this that you just posted? The Hypostatic Union by Shylin. Oh, dude, Shylin's amazing. I love Shylin. Um... At the Council of Nicaea in, a in 325 AD, the church, in opposition to the Arian heresy, declared that Jesus is begotten, not made, and that his divine nature is of the same essence. Um, Homoousios? I don't know how to pronounce that. I think it's a Greek word. Uh, with the Father. Um, this affirmation declared that the second person of the Trinity is one in essence, uh, with God the Father, that is the being of Christ, is the being of God. He is not merely similar to deity, but he is deity. The confession of the deity of Christ is drawn from the manifold witnesses of the New Testament as the Logos incarnate, uh, which is just word as how John 1 1 sets up Jesus as being the word. Um, Christ is revealed as being not only pre-existent to creation, but eternal. He is said to be in the beginning with God, and that he is 
and also that he is God, John 1, 1 through 3. That he is with God demands a personal distinction within the Godhead, and that he is God demands inclusion in the Godhead. Elsewhere, the New Testament ascribes terms and titles to Jesus that, that are clearly titles of deity. deity. God bestows the preeminent divine title of a Lord upon him. Um, Philipp, uh, that Philippians or Philemon? I think that's Philippians. Philippians 2, 9 through 11. Uh, as the Son of Man, Jesus claims to be Lord of the Sabbath, Mark 2, 28. And to have authority to forgive sins, Mark 2, 1 through 12. He is called the Lord of glory in James 2, 1. And willingly receives worship as when Thomas confesses, My Lord and my God, John 20, 28. Almost done, just two more paragraphs. Paul declares that the fullness of the Godhead dwells in Christ bodily. Uh, Colossians, or yeah, Colossians 1, 19. And that Jesus is higher than angels, a theme uh, reiterated in the book of Hebrews. Great book, by the way. If you haven't read the book of Hebrews, I would strongly encourage reading it. Um, to worship an angel or any other creature, no matter how exalted, is to violate the big biblical prohibition against idolatry. The I Ams of John's Gospel will bear witness to the uh, identification of Christ with deity. Like we said, the I am language used consistently throughout the book of John. Um, in the 5th century, the Council of Chalidon, uh, for, uh, 451 AD, affirmed that Jesus was truly man and truly God, hypostatic union, two natures, human and divine, were said to be without mixture, confusion, separation, or division. A lot of stuff that's a lot of history, but I think it shows uh, how unequivocally throughout the bible god that jesus is given the title of deity that he is shown to be deity not only in these patches passages but throughout the entire bible um all right that's d it t means deity means i can't spell it Deity is God. So Jesus is given the title of God. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. So it is, I'll put it in layman's terms, throughout the Bible, Christ is shown to be God. Um, and yeah, we're going to have more fun with that going through the rest of John, because John loves to focus on that. Um... That's the end of chapter 8. Is there any questions on chapter 8 as a whole? <laughs> or are we just going strong? Strong? We strong. Where I get my confidence from. Um, what about you, Winston? You doing good? I got a question on Romans. After the Bible study, we can talk about it. Paul says, Dang it. We'll talk about it later. I'm assuming Winston and Jack-Jack are good. I think Jack-Jack's either feeding goats or still in math class. Mm. Mm. Alright. No, now... It's worth it. Fine. Go ahead and say, is no. it a question? Can I make a one, or just, a two, just ask it. Yeah. 
And just like multiplying everything by a negative one doesn't change the equation, on the entire equation, everything in the equation by it. Okay? So, I want to multiply so Paul says two, not to swear two, unless two, it's for two, building two, up. Two, what verse is that? I, I don't know. So I can say... Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, seeing as how people view swearing... My personal take on swearing is that intention matters more than the words themselves. And if your intentions is to glorify uh, God and to build each other up, then it's fine. If it's to break each other down, it's not good. But then you also can't use it in contexts where people will dislike it or people see it as sinful. You can't be use it to be a stumbling block for others. Paul also talks about stumbling blocks. And you, you can only use it in very particular circumstances where you understand that you are with like-minded Christians who do not see it as a sin and understand that it is used to uh, build each other up and not break each other down. But the moment that someone who is uh, not Christian or someone who is Christian but thinks that it is sinful enters into the conversation then you shouldn't you shouldn't use it anymore it's just can't be a stumbling block to other people paul says those things you are that is the weirdest phrasing i ever heard paul says those things you are the things i'm saying are you asking for a particular thing that i said where i referenced paul no okay no 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 no, 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 no. What? Okay. Was that your only question? Did I answer it? Yes? Okay. Good. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Um, right. I'm going to pray for us. Is there... Uh, anything uh, on the mind that y'all would desire prayer for currently? If so, you can either say it or put it in chat. I don't care. I'll read it or hear it. You, <laughs> that's not <laughs> really a prayer request, Maggle, but... Uh, um, I don't know. I don't know what to really make of that. Not what I meant. What did you mean? Excuse me. You have a question? What's your question, Pat? Hey, I got one. I think Pat said he had a question and then he just left. That we are not misled by man, but correctly through God, as in our faith life. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
when you were doing when you were done preaching your heavenly signs. Okay, I'll I'll talk to you after this. Um, yeah, but I'm gonna pray. Uh, dear Lord, I thank you for this time of us being able to study through John, Lord, and see the deity of Christ and uh, the claims just throughout the Bible that Jesus is Lord and that we can confidently say that because of the resurrection um, and all the things that have happened in history, Lord. Um, I just pray for this week that we will be able to go and um, go out and preach the word and to read the word and to understand the word and to love the word and to love you and to glorify you, Lord. I just pray that we are not led astray by man, that false teachers do not come into the sheep's herd like wolves and tear them apart, Lord, but that we'll stay strong because we have a good shepherd guiding us, Lord. Um, I just pray uh, that just continue to love and glorify you, God. It's in your wonderful name. Amen. Amen.